Hey there, welcome to Village Church Sermon q and I'm Pastor Alex, and I'm here with Pastor Craig and Pastor Michael. And today we are answering questions from our sermon on September 5th, 2021. And this is the first sermon in our series on the spiritual war. So we're addressing some really interesting questions about the spiritual realm, how it functions. So our first question about this is um, for Pastor Michael. Do angels or demons die in spiritual war? I think it's a great question because you are probably t- prone to think it's very similar to the way we fight war. And mm. so in a human war, there's bloodshed and people die and there's an afterlife and all that kind of stuff. And there's just zero evidence that angels actually die in the sense that we think mm-hmm. of death. Yeah. Um, I, I think we need to reconsider how the war is fought mm. in the spiritual realm and it's fought under the parameters of authority and submission. Mm-hmm. And so there are so many illustrations of this. In fact, in the sermon, we dealt with Daniel chapter 10 and in Daniel 10, there is a lesser demon, a messenger demon or angel, sorry, but it's caught up by a demon who has more power and authority. And we don't know where, how it worked, but this mm. lesser angel got actually stuck under the authority of this higher demon. Yep for 21 days. And then God had to send the highest angel um, to release him. Now, was it like spiritual sword fighting and then spiritual blood came out and then he had to go to the spiritual ER? No. It's legitimate questions. <laughs> yeah, it actually, I know it, right. they are legit. Right. Yeah. Like, cause in our brains, they have swords and they're, you That's know, the picture they're, we have, pretty right? And there was some kind of a battle that took place that kept him from doing his job for 21 yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. Like, and we just have no idea what it was. Right. Mm-hmm. But no matter what the battle was like, nobody died and there's never been an angel. Can you, I mean, I just want to make sure I'm right. Is there any evidence that you can think of? After 21 days, he got reinforcements and he showed up with a message. And there's no other passage in scripture that talks about angels dying. They're being cast into into the lake of fire. Um, They do battle. In, mm-hmm. in different areas, but there's there's no one passage that says, okay, this this angel or this demon is no more. Even Jesus, right. when he was yeah. casting out demons, they said, well, throw us in the pigs because it's not like he can, yeah. he doesn't kill them. He just gives them another place to right. go. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. So there's um, there are a couple things that do happen in the spiritual realm. And one of them is there are certain demons, apparently, in, way back in Old Testament times, that did things so evil that God sent them to hell early. So one of the things we've established is that hell was not created for people, it's created for the devil and his mm-hmm. angels. Yep. But Je- it, Jesus said that himself. Yeah, so that's right. not. Oh yeah, we didn't yeah. make that up. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't just come yes. up with it. Yeah. Uh, that'd be pretty great, though. That'd yeah. be a clever idea. So when in the Gospels, Jesus says, Satan, yeah. Satan uh, these angels are going to be cast into the lake of fire, which created for Satan and his angels, yep. devil yeah. and his angels. Yeah. That's what it's created for. Some of them got sent there early, and mm-hmm. I'll read you a couple of passages. Yep. I think these are just amazing. Second um, Peter two four says, "If God did not spare angels when they sinned." Mm. but cast them into hell and committed them to chains of gloomy darkness to be kept until the judgment. Mm. And, I mean, that's a pretty significant text. There are right. some angels who crossed a line and God was like, you're done. Yeah. Uh, and so we've often wondered like, why isn't there more evil done in the demonic mm. realm? Mm. There seems to be some kind of knowledge that if they cross a certain line, then God will just send them to hell once and for all and forever. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're kind of treading the line carefully. It appears mm. another one of these is in Jude 1, 6. Jude says the angels who did not stay within their position of authority, but left their proper dwelling, he, God, is kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So they knew they knew what they were allowed to do. Yep. Like we know Satan is on the earth and God has not sent him to hell yet, but there are rules apparently. Mm-hmm. And if you cross a line, God says, Psh, we're done. Well, even, even in Job, 
the devil yeah. appears to God and asks him for permission to attack Job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so God gives him permission up to a certain level. That doesn't work. So he comes back, asks for more permission to actually hit his health. Mm-hmm. And God says, okay, you can take yep. all of it, yeah, right. but don't kill him. Yep. Mm-hmm. So God is constantly giving parameters. Authority yeah. parameters. Yeah, right. That and if the, yep. these demons and if the devil doesn't follow it, yep. assuming it's over somehow right. for them, they're not dead. Yeah. But they're, right. they go to they're hell They're chained up yep. and they go to hell. Yeah, right. Which I think brings us to more the nature of spiritual war, that it's fought um, with the weapons of authority. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll give you another example here. This is in Jude 1, 9. Gosh, Jude is a trip of a book. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, Jude, it's only one chapter. So Jude 9 says this. When the archangel Michael, contending with the devil was disputing about the the body of Moses, he did not presume to pronounce a blasphemous judgment, but said, the Lord rebuke you. Mm-hmm. Now it says that they're they're contending, and what they're contending about, this is a, telling a story of back when Moses died. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently the devil wanted to do something with Moses' body, and Michael the archangel was like, yeah, we're not, we're not doing whatever that we're thing is. Do it, yeah. But the word contending um, actually means they were disputing or arguing like in a verbal fight. And it's like, no, I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do this. And a case so can be like made. There's this argument happening between the two of them. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. But, but here's the deal. A case can be made that they were both archangels, that on the angelic mm-hmm. level that they were equals. And Michael's arsenal is only to appeal to the highest authority, which is mm-hmm. the Lord Jesus rebuke you. Mm-hmm. And so even then they're like, well, I can't kill you. I can't destroy you. Uh, the prince of the to hell. Yeah. You know, right. like, so what am I going to do? Well, yeah. I'm going to call on the highest authority, and, yeah. which is why when we think about spiritual warfare, and we're going to, we're going to tap into this in our series. It is about authority Mm. because the battle is fought with authority weapons and it's thought fought by people who have authority. And if you have the spirit of Christ, greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. world. You're more than conquerors. That's a statement of authority. That's a statement of authority. And so, I mean, this is a nutso thought to me, but in most people's brains, we think to ourselves, flee Satan and resist sexual immorality. And the Bible's teaching is different. Flips it the other way. Yeah. It is flee, flee sexual, sexual immorality and resist Satan. Stand firm and, you, and the devil is required to flee from you. Mm-hmm. What? So yeah. somehow the scariest demon in the entire universe, the most powerful, has to flee if I stand firm. And, I have, the, and I have the power because greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. Right. Yeah. So I have the power to resist yep. whatever the devil puts in front of me or his minions. Yeah. I have the power to resist that. And when I do, in the name of Jesus Christ, for his glory, yep. mm-hmm. Satan only has one choice. Right. He yep. flees. Yep. Right. Amen. And I think what he wants you to do is to forget your authority, your power, and oh, your that's position. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm a son of God. I've got the spirit of Christ in me. So I get out heard, of here. I can't tell you the amount of messages I've heard about Jesus' temptation in the wilderness. And, mm-hmm. and it's not until we got into this um, this topic that we're dealing with right now, that it's becoming even more clear to me that even Jesus resisting the temptation of the devil constantly went to scripture. Mm-hmm. He went to the power, most powerful Deuteronomy. place. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He goes, he, go, he goes to Psalms. He goes to these different passages of yeah. scripture and he uses the truth of God's words against the devil. Which is authority. Yeah. Authority. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And the devil has to flee. Amen. Well, guys, thank you mm. so much for that. That yeah. is super helpful. And I think mm. it helped to give people a lot of categories for how the spiritual realm functions. Amen. So. We should spend a lot of time in prayer and God's word. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's good. Well, uh, stick around for more questions on Sermon Q&A.